Hi, I'm Aldias in Medium, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I want to try to bring religion and spirituality closer together, and this is what this pod is all about. I will talk about my own thoughts and feelings as I am both LDS and have spiritual gifts, something that I've had my whole life, but I always thought that it was hard to combine these gifts with my religion. This has torn me into two directions, and I have talked to many people who feel the same way. I can't choose not to have my spiritual gifts, but I can choose how I use them, and I always want to use them for good and to help others. I believe my heavenly parents gave them to me for a reason, so this is me. Join my quest for knowledge. First Nephi chapter 11. First I thought I would do this episode together with chapter 8, but that episode turned out to be so long I decided to do it as a standalone episode, even though it is directly connected to chapter 8. In the first verse, we find Nephi sitting and pondering on Lehi's dream, longing to know what it meant. In this, he had faith that he knew that the Lord had the power and ability to show him what it meant. So he was caught away in the spirit to the Lord, to an exceedingly high mountain that he had never seen before. And if he had never seen it, it makes sense that he'd never set foot on it either. But he's caught away in the spirit. Did his soul leave his body, or did his body come too? Or was it all just in his head like a dream or vision? But since it's said that he was caught away in the spirit, it makes me think of astral traveling and the soul leaving the body. The spirit then asked him, What desireth you? Joseph Smith desireth to know which church was true when he received the first vision, and Nephi desireth to know the meaning of Lehi's vision, and they got answers to their yearnings. I guess when I had the vision of my youth, I was also desiring to know that I was loved and I got confirmation of my heart's pure desire. I guess my heart isn't so pure in desire anymore, I guess I have to work on that little sense of humor in there, but this sense is very much real. We can see it in the scriptures. Nephi had a desire to trust in the Lord and get the brass plates, and I think there is an important key to this if we speak of manifesting. I have listened to so many of different authorities on the subject of manifesting. They all say it's really in the intention. Earnest desire for me. It means a pure heart and no back motives and you will receive. So the spirit asks him if he believes in the vision that his father saw about the tree. And Nephi answers yes. You know that I believe everything my father says. And the spirit cries out and starts to praise the Lord and says that Nephi is blessed because he believes in the son of the most high God. Stop house. The Son of the Most High God. That sentence makes me wonder. I believe that Jesus Christ is also called a God. But here he is, the Son of the Most High God. Which makes me feel like there are more divine beings with the title God. And that Jesus the Christ was the Son of the Most High God. I'm getting a little tired and my thoughts stray so I'll keep going before I totally space out. First Nephi will get his desire of knowledge of Lehi's vision, and after that he was to receive his own vision of the sun coming down from the heavens, and he was to bear witness of him. So Nephi gets to see the tree, this exceedingly beautiful tree. The only thing I can think of is the mother tree in the movie Avatar, because that is one beautiful tree. So in verse 11 it says that Nephi spoke to the spirit like a man speaketh with another, even though he knew he was the Spirit of the Lord in a man's shape. But does that mean he spoke with his mouth? 
that would require that he had his body with him? Or is it referred to him speaking in a language or in a familiarity and maybe not in a reverent way? Is it a matter of physicality or mannerism that he is talking about? So he is told to look and he sees the city of Jerusalem and Nazareth, amongst other cities. And in Nazareth he sees Mary, the mother of Christ. And another angel comes down and asks him, What is this? And he describes that he sees a virgin, most beautiful and fair. And then the angel asks him, Knowest thou the condescension of God? I guess I have pretty good English for not being born with it as my first language. But I had to Google the word condescension. And it translated to something like patronizing. I guess that is wrong. So I had to go to my Swedish scriptures to see how they translated it. And the translation in Swedish was more towards the word good grace. Nephi answers that he knows that God loves all his children, but he doesn't understand the meaning. Like I didn't understand the meaning of the word condescension and had to look for different sources to understand. And not all sources were reliable and gave a good answer. Google. But if we don't stop to ask a question, we probably won't receive an answer. And Nephi was on a quest to understand Lehi's dream. Like I am on a quest to understand my gifts and abilities and how they fit in with the gospel and the plan of salvation for me. The angel said that what he is seeing is the mother of Jesus as in the matter of the flesh. His earthly mother. Mother of the flesh but not his heavenly mother. And she was carried away and when he saw her again she was carrying a child. Behold the Lamb of God, the Son of the Eternal Father. And after he sees Jesus in Mary's arms, he gets asked if he understands the meaning of the tree in his father's dream. And Nephi answers that it is the love of God, the most desirable of all things. I think it is important when we read the scriptures that we read with our hearts. Because if it was me, I probably wouldn't have made that same conclusion that Nephi did. And understanding the importance of what it meant to see the baby Jesus and what he symbolizes to the world. So I'm glad that I can read and learn from Nephi. He sees Jesus serving the people and understands that the rod of iron is the word of God that will lead to the tree of life or the eternal fountain, which is the love of God. Nephi gets to see John the Baptist as the prophet that came before the Lamb of God and that baptized him and how the Holy Ghost came down in the shape of a dove. When I read this, I get the feeling that the reason why Nephi got to see these things were not for him, but for me so that I could get a confirmation that Nephi saw this in a vision 600 years before it actually happened. But the details are there for me to know of the truth of the records written hundreds of years apart on different continents. He saw Jesus being revered and then cast aside, and he saw the twelve apostles, and he saw angels coming down from heaven and minister among the children of men. He also saw sick people and people possessed with devils, as in plural, and unclean spirits. I've always thought of it as one devil, Lucifer, but here it states devils in plural. It might be that devil is also just a title, like God is for the good, maybe devil is the same but for the less good. And how great the power of the sun is to heal the sick and to cast out devils and unclean spirits. And then he saw him being judged and hung up on a cross and slain for the sins of the world. And the great and spacious building was the pride of the world, and the world and the wisdom thereof, 
and it fell, and the fall thereof was exceedingly great. Thus shall be the destruction of all nations, kindreds, tongues, and people that shall fight against twelve apostles of the Lamb. And so ends the chapter 11. And it makes me want to wish not to be included in that group that will fall, and to every day do my best. Most days I don't, but at least I try. And I could have given up. I could have used so many excuses over the years to have given up. But I know that I have a heavenly father and mother and a big brother called Jesus Christ. So I can't give up. I won't give up. No matter how sad or lonely I feel at times, and even if I have to come back and stand before him alone, I will do it because I know in my heart that I need to do what is true to me. And sometimes I feel small and weak and sad and broken. And other days I feel strong and powerful and invincible. And on those days I can do more so I can rest on the lower energy days. I really love reading the scriptures like this. And it's even better when I have good music on in the background. Music is what helps me open up to inspiration and helps me heal. So I'm done with chapter 11. See you in chapter 12 if I haven't released anything in between. But until then, be the light, share the light, spread the light, shine. This is my journey. Thank you so much for keeping me company today. Please download, like, share and subscribe and help spread the light and spread the word to expand our community. Let's bring more love, peace and unity to this world. Take care of yourself and your loved ones. Always be grateful, kind and loving. Be brave and remember to step out of your comfort zone and smile. If you support us on Patreon, you will get access to our meditations and extra materials so you can download them as mp3. Also, we now have a Facebook group which you can access from our Facebook community. Please answer the questions as you apply to participate. It will be a safe haven where we can keep discussing religion and spirituality, our spiritual gifts and self-development. Remember, one person can make a difference, but together we can change the world.